What is up, everybody? You are listening to the Truth Podcast, and my name is Alec. My name's Sean. We're passionate about inspiring others to seek after the truth. The truth, the truth. Um, bro, you were lightening up in basketball yesterday. Not, no, no, no. <laughs> I don't, uh, this is a humble moment. Alec hit about three threes, at least three or four, directly, like, on my face. I, it, it was It was a bad night. It was a great night. I'm not used to somebody even being able to shoot on me because <laughs> I'm like 6'3", which in basketball is not that tall. Well, but I, in dude, normal I feel life, like you're like 6'5", bro. That's, like, I, I know you're not, but I you, wish just, I was. you just are that tall. I don't know. But I, in my mind, I think if I actually guard this person, they're not going to be able to shoot over me. There's a couple times where I was like, okay, I'm actually going to really, really guard. And there were some fadeaways and <laughs> it, was, it was bad stuff. <laughs> If you don't know, me and Sean love basketball. We, uh, we like to play basketball and we like to watch basketball. Um, I wonder how many basketball fans we have that listen to the podcast. Probably like one. Probably one. <laughs> so we should probably stop talking about it, huh? We'll make basketball fans. We'll make it. Yeah. <laughs> I think we talk have, about it enough. I think you have an announcement for us. Yeah. So last, I think it was last week. It was I was last saying, week. I'm going to fill this table up with if it's Funko Pops, if it's Nerd, like memorabilia, whatever it is. I'll start bringing sports cards. But yeah, I brought a couple Funko Pops. I have about 75 Funko Pops. If you don't know 75. what that is. 75. It is. It's an addiction. I don't um, even know what Funko Pops were until I met you. It's, yeah, just pretty much bobbleheads, but um, um, go watch. Um, They're um, dolls? Sh- shame. How dare you? <laughs> Shameless Pub, go watch um, Mortal Kombat on um, HBO Max right now. It's Was really it good actually movie. good? It's pretty bad, but oh, okay. uh, it's it's pretty fun to watch. Um, Baby Yoda, of course. That's a big one. Mandalorian. Yeah. I respect that it, one. It's Bobblehead, too, which is good. Yeah, that's really and cool. And then a show we we both like. We do. Prison Mike from Office. Prison Mike. You got to watch out for the Dementors. Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> one of the best episodes ever of anything. These heads are the extremely big, too. so it's hard. Oh, yeah. Wow. It actually says on the box, too. Watch Does it really? Dementors. That's hilarious. I'm so blessed. I'm going to try to bring a couple every episode and, you know. Send send what are we send, send comments. You know, I I probably if you send oh you should have this Funko Pop. I probably have it and I will bring it. That's does. how sad it is. So that's a big announcement, dude. That's big. Mortal Kombat, huh? Did you like the movie at all? Um, so the movie wasn't good. I like the '90s ones better. Um, if if you're young, don't 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 watch it or anything like that. Very bloody, <laughs> <laughs> very gory. We do not promote Mortal Kombat. But um, in college, I think I think I've told you this before. I used to compete in playing Mortal Kombat because I w- only went to college. I wasn't dating at the time; hadn't met my wife, Good so times. I played a lot of video games. Be- and <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden, I got really good that I was like, "Oh my gosh, I could like win tournaments." So and you studied the Bible at Liberty, and you also uh, or Lincoln, Lincoln, and you yeah. and you and you also played video games. That I was your go-to. And I would, um, this is maybe a smart thing to do, maybe not, um, listen to the the textbooks on audible.com while I'm playing video games. Oh, that's, that's how yeah, I would yeah. get my reading in. Oh, yeah. Because I would have to read like the nine whatever of Augustine, and it's like 950. Nine whatever of Augustine. <laughs> <laughs> well, great church history there, bro. <laughs> what is it? The nine. Oh, I have no idea, but I know it's not the nine whatever. It's. <laughs> The writings of Augustine, which is about a thousand pages, if not more. And it's like, oh, read it in a week. It's like, how am I going to do that? And yeah. it's like, oh, it's on audible.com. Audible.com. I just listen to it and I would just, you know, play video games or do something else while I listen. So, How old were you when you were in college? I was, he, was. Wait, time out. How, old, how much older are you than me? We worked this out. Is it 
four, five years. How old are you? 26. I'm 22. Okay, so okay. four years. Yeah. Okay. You were in college when you were 22? Yeah, I started college, I think it was 21. So like, yeah, 22, 23. Oh, okay. So, so I was still in high school while you were playing Mortal Kombat with your friends. It's crazy. Crazy stuff. And you're you're acting like I played with friends. Like I had friends who won. <laughs> hey, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Just how randos are in China probably, you know. Like, hey, or gotta do something. Yeah, good, good connection, but. That's We're crazy. continuing, right? Yeah. Continuing a series that we have been doing off and on, uh, which I really like doing it off and on because it creates like a, um, like a, you know, an anticipation for when we're going to do mm -hmm. our next worldview or religion. Right. And I use, I want to, I want to kind of broaden our spectrum from just religions to worldview, especially because what we're going to talk about today isn't an organized religion. It's more of a, a, a way of thinking or a philosophy that has infiltrated um, most of America. Yeah. And we're going to get into some of that stuff today. But the New Age movement, you can't classify it as an, an organization, an organizational religion. Yeah. But it's so prevalent in our country and all over the world that, um, you know, we have to talk about it. For sure. And I think I think you see it a lot um, with the younger people, too. Yeah. Um, like Generation Z. For sure. X, Z, X, Z, Z, <laughs> whatever initial they would have used. Yeah, Z. But um, I think you see it a lot with them. And like, I wouldn't say as far as like a studying thing, um, just preparing for this podcast, the first time I've actually like really studied it and not yeah. just kind of known about it. So similar to like kind of the Buddhist Hinduism yeah. beliefs that like I learned like in college through war, like world religion classes. But um, like you said, it almost seems like a religion or for like a better word, like a viewpoint that is found because religions are so inclusive yep. in a lot of senses. And they're just, you know, everybody be happy, you know, anything goes type thing. You yeah. know? So it was really interesting. And I have, I could think of multiple people I know that follow yep. this viewpoint. Me too. That, so and they're 20 year olds. So I, this might be a really broad and generalized statement. So forgive me. Mm -hmm. um, this may not be true. So just bear with me here. But I would say that you're a millennial, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm Generation Z. I'm Gen Z. So I feel like, generally speaking, and, and this is obviously not including Christians. This is just over the entire generation. Millennials were like the anti-religion or spiritual group, right? And then Generation Z, I feel like they're still really young, but... You know, I feel like they're starting to become like they're starting to be okay with spirituality in that sense, you know, and it's not in like the Christian sense necessarily, but but I but I see like most of the practices that we're gonna talk about with new age like mm -hmm. being awesome for Generation Z, you know what I mean? Like or just having that sense of like a connection to the earth is so that's such a generation Z thing, you know, maybe yeah. I'm wrong, but I feel like, and there's, you know, this is really generalized, but would, would you agree that like millennials were this anti spirituality and then generation Z is this, well, we want to experience spirituality for sure. I think, um, thinking even about like when I grew up and friends I had, I'm the very last year of gender of millennials too. So oh, yeah. I don't think I consider, what you would think of as a millennial millennials are more like the eighties, late mid eighties to late nineties, think so. like early nineties type thing where yeah. I'm, you know, late nineties, give or take. But, um, but they almost had an upbringing of their parents had an upbringing of some type of church. You know, I didn't really have yeah. many friends that weren't 
you know, at least went to church sometimes and those type of things. And they may be the first generation that broke it all the way, you know, where their parents may have been like kind of going to church, you know, where today there's probably not many parents like people, you know, your age, your, your demographic as they become, you know, fathers and mothers and all that stuff. They're not bringing their kids to church or anything like that. So. Yeah, I don't think, I think the majority of Gen Z, especially in America, like aren't going to church. Their parents, which is Generation X, I think, mm-hmm. um, kind of started that, like they're we're the going ones away from they're church. They're the ones that started, where the baby boomers were, you know, all about church for the most right. part and that type of thing. And for, for better, for worse, right? Like mm-hmm. going to church doesn't, like we all in agreement, going to church doesn't do anything for, I mean, it does do something, but it doesn't do anything for your salvation necessarily, yeah. right? Like what I mean by that is you're not saved by going to church. You probably hear about Jesus and can get saved at church, but I think the majority of Americans that go to church aren't really going because they're they're Christians or because it's the culture thing to do. Yeah. I almost feel like it started, especially with the new age movement and stuff, it has very like hippie vibes to it, you know? Yeah. And like, and I guess a lot of it would be because this is a lot of Eastern think eastern eastern thoughts it and is, processing yeah. which is kind of a lot of the hippie movement Huge. and stuff like that and the bringing over of you know all that stuff i'm not trying to hate on your guys yoga or anything your hot yoga or whatever you guys do but we're hating on <laughs> yoga today today is the hate yoga it's a day. great exercise but <laughs> i'm hating on yoga today get ready everybody all your rocks throw them away uh, we're sending all our good energy right now to you wherever you guys my vibes <laughs> your vibe my vibes baby um, you know, like, I think you're right. The hippies, hippies were sixties and seventies. Right. So, I mean, the new age movement, not that it started here, but it definitely like, um, became a movement in the seventies and eighties, you know, and, and just to like help understand, you know, what the new age movement is, there are, it's like a metaphysical religious communities, right? Such a spiritual community that is looking forward to a new age of love and light and um, often, like, they believe that that new age is going to heighten spiritual consciousness and international peace, peace which will um, bring an end to racism, pro- poverty, sickness, hunger, and war. Everything in that statement just reminds me of the Beatles. Every single state, <laughs> every single world. Um, which is, you know, I mean, that, that idea of international peace and racism ending and poverty ending and sickness ending, like, like I'm all for that, right? Yeah. That's great. But... Um, obviously this idea that a new age is coming where, you know, um, when you connect yourself spiritually to, I'm going to use the term God, it's not really God, but Mm -hmm. you know, this idea of a God or this, um, this huge energy source, you know what I mean? Then, then that new age, you can experience a piece of that new age before it comes. I think is the idea. Would you agree with that? Yeah, for sure. I think it's coming of a new age. What's the age we're in now? It's like the Pisces or something, yeah. whatever Starts with they, they call it. Something I don't know like that, Pisces. But coming like kind of us transcending in a thing, you know? And it's the, like you said, like a oneness of we're all one with the earth, you know, the energies of the earth and the spirit of the earth. And yep. Everybody love everybody type thing, you know, which we would say, you know, we're as Christians, we're all about love, you know? And I'm a very non-confrontational person as you may be a little more confrontational how than dare me. you attack me like that it's that's why we balance each other 9 30 in the morning and i'm already getting attacked for being confrontational and now you're being confrontational <laughs> but um i have no words i have no words for i this. forgot where i'm going with this yeah i'm no. confrontational continue <laughs> but um love right yeah 
but um yeah love confrontational what yeah what what i would say but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um i think a lot of this comes from you know not wanting to be confrontational not wanting to like step on other people's toes which i'm all about to a certain extent but i think and we're going to get into is the big difference and the big thing that matters this is like singular truth you know yeah and this is a religion yeah. that doesn't focus on a singular truth and i think that's one of the reasons why maybe it'd be hard to pinpoint you know exactly what this movement is is because do you want if you want to believe in jesus like to a certain extent in this movement you know go for it if you want to do this go for it it's kind of like that's what they believe all is, you're saying yeah. yeah all is truth you know not one thing is truth yeah. but all is truth super relative uh yeah re very relative philosophy especially uh, like you said on truth i think one other piece as we're gonna get started like oh i mean we're already started but you know continue talking about this is um the idea of gnosticism and how much that is the philosophy of of um of the new age movement gnosticism is a early um i'm actually going to be teaching on this in a series coming up for the youth which is really dope um it's a um bad doctrine a false doctrine a false gospel that was preached um when uh john wrote his first epistle mm -hmm. first john um to to that church and Gnosticism is the idea that all that matters is the spirit, right? All that matters is your spirit and what you're connected to. And you can really do anything you want with your body. Like it doesn't really matter, right? So um, as you live the way you want to in your body, as long as your spirit is connected to God, and this was the idea in the early church, right? Yeah. And, and this is what John wrote about to try to correct um, as long as your spirit is connected to God, you can do whatever the heck you want. You can sleep yeah. whatever you want. You can you can drink whatever you want. You can smoke whatever you want. Like I mean, I don't know if they were smoking weed back then, but none, nonetheless, like that that was smoking uh, something. I'm sure smoking something. Yeah, <laughs> that was the idea. You know, you it doesn't matter. You know, and crazy enough, Gnosticism I think might be one of the top things. Like we don't say that word anymore, but like the top things that the false Christian church believes in, right? Mm. Like I'm connected to God and this is such a new age way of talking, right? Like yeah. I'm connected to God. I have an awesome experience with God or, um, you know, me and God, God gives me the energy to keep going on and on. Yeah. Right. And then, but it doesn't matter if I make mistakes or if it doesn't matter if I'm obedient, it doesn't matter if I follow the Bible. All that matters is I'm connected to God. So I'm going to go sleep with who I want to or sleep with what I want to. And it doesn't matter. I can be homosexual i can i can be you know living in a sinful lustful relationship i can you know go out to the clubs i can go out and party and that's what we see in a lot of christianity today yeah. or what they call christianity so i think gnosticism is this is a really key piece in all of this um this idea of new age that it doesn't matter what you do with your body it all that matters is your spirit and that is so against, you know, everything that the Bible teaches and what First John is trying to correct. First mm -hmm. John, when he says, you know, the whole point of First John is to know if you're saved or not. And over and over and over, we see that we are not saved by what we do, but what we do shows that we're saved, yeah. right? So, that, you know, John gives so many examples of of what it, what a real Christian looks like, whether it's loving um, loving God with everything that we have, whether it's walking in the light, whether it's loving our brothers and sisters, like we, we will know that, that we have our love for God if we do these things, like that's just the reality. So I think this new age idea that was started, 
um, I don't know, really know exactly when it started, but definitely in the 70s and 80s in America, mm-hmm. um, you know, is this idea that the spiritual energy is all that matters, right? Yeah. And like you said, we don't, you can't really pinpoint when it started, but it's it's beliefs and like practices that you said all the way back in John's time of kind of this forming of the Christian thing. Yeah. And then also beliefs from, you know, Hinduism and Buddhism, which is a religion that's been around for thousands of years. Hinduism is, is like... Um, the world classifies that as the, the oldest, oldest religion. religion. Yeah. Which is really interesting. It's thou- and the deepest religion too. We'll go into that yeah. at some point. I don't think we've done Hinduism yet. It's next. Okay. Yeah. That <laughs> one is very trippy and very relevant to, um, I think India follows their religion like more strict than almost anybody. Yeah. But, um, anyways, it's, it's from different parts, but I think today what really like draws it to people is young people. Like you said, you can do whatever you want, you yeah, know, anything you want. To and do. you're not, sectioned to a certain religion or certain like you're not going to a church on sunday you're not going to a synagogue on saturday or going to the mosque and people are not telling you what to do by any means you're living your life and you're seeking your spiritual journey by yourself and it's it's all about your feelings and all this stuff which like i said is big for people because you do whatever you want sleep with whoever you want smoke whatever you want drink whatever you want nothing matters it sounds wonderful to connect right yeah it's like oh this is great like i can do whatever i want and i'm spiritual yeah and also and i want your opinion on this like i think especially with my generation your generation 20s there's a lot of and i don't want to categorize everybody there's a lot of hurt from the church or from religious like sections so this is a big thing i'm not going to say everyone that's part of the new age movement believes this but i really see a big part of them have a hatred for church because they're all judgmental they all you know they all hate people they say this they say things against this so i'm going to go on the new age so i feel like maybe some of the hate in the church some of it may be justified some of it not has kind of pushed people to kind of the new age belief too you know i think the new age philosophy provides someone the opportunity to um be spiritual but not be involved in organized religion right and i think one of the, like, if you're trying to decide if somebody is, I saw this in a video, so this is not mine, but um, we'll link, probably link this video by the awesome, awesome dude that I think you watched it too. Mm-hmm. Um, he said that, you know, if you're trying to look for somebody who is new age, like if you're trying to decide if they're, are they Christian or are they new age in the new age movement? One of the things is they really won't be connected to a body. They won't be connected to a church. They won't be connected to a group of Christians. And this is just emphasizing your point. It's like, um, you know, the, this idea of like, I can have my own spiritual energy with, with the being of, of energy, whatever they call it, yeah. you know, it's sometimes they call it it, or they rarely call it he or she, but, um, but they don't want to be around the body of Christ. And I think you're right. Like some of it is not justified to walk that, that far because I was just reading Job this morning and just to see how Job had every, quote unquote, right to walk away from God, yet he couldn't because, you know, his relationship with God wasn't built on his material things or the people around him. It was built on a spiritual relationship, different, right? Relationship Mm -hmm. with the God, Yahweh himself. Um, So there is no justification from walking away from the church. Just because people are evil doesn't mean that anybody has the right to blame that on God, period, whatsoever, right? So not that this is justified, but I think it provides an opportunity for people to say, I'm going to be spiritual. I'm not going to get hurt by people. This is wonderful. And I'm going to experience this new 
uh, revelation of, of spiritual energy that I never experienced before, you know, and I'm going to do that through, through yoga or, or psychics or, or whatever, you know, reincarnation at the end of the day. Right. So, um, I would agree with you that this, that new age philosophy definitely provides uh, an opportunity for someone who wants to be spiritual, but not be a part of organized religion. Yeah, for sure. And like thinking, well, I'll have a little story time with Sean now, but uh, <laughs> go for it. A lot of different segments with Sean here, but um, this is awesome. Working, I worked like on the strip and stuff. I think oh, I worked oh, with oh. more new age people than any other like religion or anything yeah. like that, which, um, and people like that I consider friends and all that stuff. And it's always, you look for certain signs, you know, they say, oh, I'll, they'll be like, oh, you go to church, all this stuff. And like you said, they'll say, oh, I'm spiritual, you yeah. know? Say things like that. I believe in a higher power, whatever it is. The rocks. Um, oh, they're all about the rocks. Huge on rocks. I had a boss. I really like salt lamps, though. Like, I not, know. Not for oh, any Alec, spiritual reason. No, 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 no. Time out. <laughs> not for spiritual reasons, just because I like the way they look. They're like a little like The not, rocks look dope. That's light. what sucks. It's like, if you come if you come into my house and I had like purple rocks and this. It'd be so dope. It's like it aesthetic-wise. Yeah, but you would immediately think like, uh-oh. Like, yeah, you Sean's know, in trouble. It sucks, <laughs> you know? It's like, uh, give us our rocks back. I don't have a salt lamp. I promise. Yeah, it's just, we're gonna, we're actually day. going to Ikea right after this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually had a boss. I'm not going to name her or where it was, but she would she was so into new age and she would keep rocks around the store like in the back and if we were vibes sales that day she would take the rocks and like put it in her hand and like you know bring the good energy like seriously and she would always tell stories of like they believe in like healing properties of the rocks and stuff you know certain rocks i'm Mm. not into it that deep to know but like (laughs) if you're having she talked about um like, I think she's talking about her father died or something like that. And she went to this place that's like, you know, in Arizona with all these rocks that are like healing rocks. And she stood in the middle and it healed her soul and healed her body from, you know, yeah. the death of her father and all this stuff. And just things like that that are, um, I don't know, it's it's like a connection to the earth, mm. you know. So it's really big here in Las Vegas. I don't know how big it is maybe in the east or like, you know, the Midwest of America and that type of thing. But um, like the EDC movements and like the raves, those it, it connects into that. It connects. Yoga is giant. I'm not saying all you like it's say hard. It, okay. I, it. I would love it's it's hard to talk about yoga because because everybody does it. Everybody does it. So it's like except me. I don't do yoga. I've never done it either. But I've I thought about it. Do I like, look like I stretch? <laughs> like I got issues. <laughs> but it's one of those things. It's like as popular as anything now. It's just pot. It's it's the same thing as like, I look at it as the same thing as Christmas. And so maybe this may be like maybe too far of a push, but a little bit the birth. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> like the Christmas tree and stuff like that came from pagan roots, but now we just look at it as a Christmas tree. Mm. That's interesting. Yoga came from extremely pagan roots, maybe a little bit more recent, but I don't think anyone looks at yoga as like a, you know, pagan thing. So maybe certain sects of yoga. Yeah, I think like it's. That, I but, think it like. I think like everything, like God looks at your heart, right? So mm-hmm. like it depends on what you're trying to do. Like if yeah. you're trying to connect spiritually or energy wise with through yoga, probably going to say you should kind of cut it out. Yeah. But like if you're really just trying to loosen up the glutes, you know what I mean? It's like just stretching at the end of the day. Yeah. I mean, my thighs are tight and I need to get a little, you know, <laughs> downward dog, right? Is that do warrior pose do. or something? Something yeah. like that. I w- yeah, hot yoga would be cool. I'd be down I don't even know what that there. is. <laughs> they do it in like 115 degree 
like room. How was that fun? It's just you sweat a lot and you lose weight. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Listen, okay, we're we're on this topic and I think yeah. this is really important. And I'm not trying to bring a bunch of numbers, but I am going to bring a bunch of numbers. This is from the Pew Research Center. I don't know if they are reliable at all. So take this with a grain of salt. This survey was conducted on December 4th through the 18th in 2017. So quite a bit ago. I think these numbers have gone up since then. So that's what I think. How many people in America hold to at least one key new age belief? The key new age beliefs are believe that a spiritual energy can be located in physical things, believe in psychics, believe in reincarnation, mm. or belief in astrology. Astrology yeah. is huge in new Horoscopes age. Horoscopes and that type of thing. Yeah, huge. Yeah. And how many people think, oh, that's really cool. You go to Urban Outfitters, you get a little like horoscope thing you put on your wall, right? Like yeah, yeah. everyone loves that right now. So with those key beliefs in new age, the new age beliefs, right? Um, how many people, uh, 42% of all U.S. adults believe that spiritual energy can be located in physical things. 41% of all U.S. adults believe in psychics. 33% believe in reincarnation and 29% believe in astrology. Now, let me take this deeper. We're going to go to Christians, okay? Christianity, this includes Protestant, Evangelical, uh, Mainline, and Historical Black, and we can even go Catholic if we wanted to group that in. I'm going to keep that out for this first one, and then we'll go in, right? Thirty, And this is people who claim to be Christians. Yeah. Not saying they are. Disclaimer. Yeah, America, for sure. America Christians. <laughs> 37% of all Christians in this study believe that spiritual energy can be located in physical things. 40% believe in psychics. 29% believe in reincarnation. And 26% believe in astrology. That's crazy. Yeah. Catholic. 47% believes energy can be located in physical things. 46% believe in psychics. 36% believe in reincarnation. And 33% believe in astrology. Okay. People that don't believe in anything, okay, don't mm -hmm. believe in anything, 78% of them believe in at least one of those things. Yeah. That's insane amount of Americans. And like you say, it's probably higher now. It's like, got to be. Just thinking of how many people look at their horoscope, you know, even maybe just in a funny way or just they have it, something that sends it to them. How many people go to psychics, um, you know, tarot cards, all that stuff. Um, so why is that bad? Let's answer that question. Yeah. Why is that all wrong? Because I don't I, I don't want to leave the possibility that somebody listening or watching, shout out to wherever you're at, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes. Woo -woo. Yeah, yeah. And if you're on Spotify and iTunes real quick, click that subscribe or follow button because you need to know when we're releasing. Um, how I just want to can't imagine that someone here, whether they're a Christian or not, has yeah. been believing in something in this category young adults high schoolers right it's prevalent right now so why is that bad yeah and i'm sure there's someone is because i mean you probably know a lot of christians that look at least horoscopes or something like yep, that you i know? do yeah it seems like and such do yoga a, yeah <laughs> <laughs> it seems like such an innocent thing looking first at like the psychic and the tarot cards and you know all that stuff that stuff is a little more clear in my mind because it's a invitation almost into like a spiritual world and we're not talking about the spiritual world on like you know jesus said we know the way to that spiritual warrior world is through jesus like to get to the father is through jesus christ who died on the cross for our sins and all that stuff this other spiritual side which has dangers to it and has some type of power to it it seems you know if we look in moses time. time you know the egyptians they're 
they're magicians. They tur- they were able to turn the staff into a snake they too. Were too. They had some type of power. Yeah. We look at Samuel and David, not Samuel, um, Saul. There we go. And in the book of Samuel, Saul goes to like the witch the and medium. Yep. was able to cast up Samuel. Yep. Like actually, and what that is exactly, I don't know exactly. Was that actually like, you know, all this stuff? Was it actually Samuel as a ghost or all these things? That's a whole nother subject, but some type of spiritual power there. So there is some type of spiritual power that you're tapping into, and it's not a spiritual power that is once the best for you, once good for you. It's a demonic type of spiritual power. Has to be. Um, horoscopes, I would agree, are like that for the same thing, but you're putting your faith in something that's mm. not Jesus, you know? Mm. You're saying, oh, because the stars are aligned at this time and my birthday was this time, <laughs> which sounds ridiculous, but a lot of people believe this. It's true. I'm I sorry. Can't. I'm not trying to laugh at you guys. I just think it's so funny. It's so, I need like, people you that- You say it out loud, and I think, what? the heck i knew people i worked with people that were like they wouldn't talk to me because i was a virgo or something like that oh you know like God. not and they were serious too like oh we're not gonna get along because you're a virgo and i'm a pisces or whatever it is you know that's that's wrong so <laughs> to look at this thing and say oh i can't marry this person because they are you know they're a taurus you know and that's super judgmental for a culture who's so against putting people in boxes yeah, it is with really, racism it is and really sexism strange. and all that that doesn't yeah. make sense that goes against every philosophy that's out there right now that is really strange yeah so so if you're against racism and sexism and <laughs> you you're against, against it, yeah. and, you know, all of that, you should be against this because if you're making decisions based on when the stars were aligned for somebody, yeah, that's just as bad as yeah. racism. And, <laughs> and from our pocket, like we are telling you the best way to start your morning and what the Bible tells you, it's to wake up in the morning, seek God in prayer, seek it in reading, let, let the Bible tell you what your day is going to be, you know, mm-hmm. don't let the horoscope you read in the morning that sends your phone that says, Oh, today is going to be this day. And you're going to have a joy because you're going to meet somebody. And now you're saying my day will be like this because the horoscope told me instead of saying my day will be like this because God told me. Dude, I agree with like you a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Yeah. I think you laid it out so clearly and like, I'm just going to emphasize it to make it even more clear. There's only two types of spirits in this world. There's only two types of spirituality in this world. There's either light or dark. And the dark side is the demonic side. It is the, the, the side that follows Satan. And Satan, I feel like he is, he is so much smarter than we give him credit for. A lot of Christians act like he's, you know, whatever. Little guy with a pitchfork or something. Yeah. yeah getting his horns ripped off by yeah. little knots, right? He, <laughs> he, He's not. He has infiltrated so many different types of religions and ideas and philosophies just to get us away from the light. And I feel like this is just the same thing. If you're tapping into anything, yeah, anything outside of God himself in a relationship with Jesus Christ, you are tapping into a spiritual side of darkness, demonic, and under the power of the enemy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, there is no way for us to say that there is there, there, that you are tapping into anything else. There is no other way to get to God. You get what I'm saying in yeah. that? So when you try to put your trust and faith, like you said, in horoscopes or astrology or, I mean, the same thing, sorry, psychics or card reading or palm reading or yoga or whatever, you know, I need my daily yoga so I can I can feel connected or I yeah. have a, my day changes because I'm spiritually enlightened. There is a problem in that. You know what I mean? I get waking up and stretching because you want to loosen up everything inside of you after sleeping. But if you are using that as a spiritual, you know, just a a way to get spiritually connected and anything outside of God and your relationship with Jesus Christ is not going to do that. And you're tapping into something else. I'm not trying to be harsh, you know, Mm -hmm. and I think the danger 
with New Age more than anything else, more than Islam or Mormonism or anything like that, the danger is a lot of those ideas sound great. They can connect in our logical minds or in our emotional minds, depending on if you're a male or female. Yeah. Um, you know, like you, they can connect to Christianity, right? Wrongly, not right, but I'm just saying like they can connect. So... You know, when you are living in this this idea of I want a relationship, I want a spiritual walk with Jesus Christ, and then you hear, well, you can get connected even more so with your God, right? Because yeah. truth is relative, right, with them. You can connect it to your God through these yoga or through these horoscopes. And it's like, no, man, that's not it. Like, that's not possible. You, It's impossible to be connected to God in any other way but through the relationship with Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Real quickly, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1 and 2 and you, he made alive, speaking about Jesus making us alive, who were dead in our trespasses and sins. So this is before we were walking with mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, right? Before we tapped in, I'll say, into our spiritual relationship with Jesus Christ. This is where we're at. In which you once walked according to the course of the world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience. Man, that's spiritual right there. Yeah. That is a spiritual walk. And everybody who is not living in a relationship with Jesus Christ, period, is walking in a spiritual life with, you know, the dark side. Yeah. Not to make it Star Wars, but and I love you know what, what I, mean. I love what you said, and we're talking about the dangers. Um, I think this this new age could be even more dangerous than the Islam, than the Mormon, those other beliefs, because for them there is no truth, you know? Yeah. And that's that's the biggest danger and for me i don't want to say i respect the muslims more and i respect the mormons more but for me something has to be true you know even if you don't like it even you know if it hurts you if i believe the sky is red and alec believes the sky is blue we both can't be right you know the sky Mm -hmm. is one color you know so so that's and going into maybe how to evangelize to them and try to Mm -hmm. reach out maybe to your new age people this would be a big thing I would touch on is um, if I believe in a Christian God and my friend believes in a Muslim God, only one of us can be right where the new age will say, you guys are both right. Mm. You know? So I think really focusing on that when you're reaching out to them, that there's only one way to heaven and it is through Jesus Christ. And that's what the Bible says. It is a narrow path. You know, Mm -hmm. many are going to go through the wide gate, but it's a narrow path through Jesus Christ. And for them, they don't see it that way. So I think, I don't understand that, if that makes sense. I don't yeah. know how to explain. I think me and you are both are always about, like, let's find truth. What's truth? It's truth podcast. Let's look at, yeah, our whole thing. <laughs> our wall we got says it. Wall. I got a cup right here. Like <laughs> I got stickers got on the back stickers. of my microphone. We're, we're all about truth. So for me, maybe it's harder for me to wrap my mind around this, you maybe. know? I could look at the, the, the Muslim and be like, okay, you are looking for truth and you found you feel like you found truth in this god you think god looks like this same with the mormon i don't agree with you for reasons um that i have studied and reasons that i personally have had but at least you're seeking that truth where for the new age it's almost like a everybody love everybody like let's just get along i don't want to like put them in a box because i'm sure a lot of them are not like that but it's they're not the truth podcast they're they're the untruth (laughs) podcast (laughs) I think there's two types of people that you're going to like if you're a Christian here and you are wondering how to minister to someone mm-hmm. who has new is in the new age movement. There's two types of people. There's one that's going to be completely I'm in the new age movement like, you know, I'm this is where I'm going, right? Yeah. Or or like I uh, you know, 
not looking for anything else but this new age type of movement, right? Sorry, I got confused. But the other type of person is going to be a Christian who thinks they're a Christian and who has adopted some type yeah. of new age beliefs that are really wrong and dangerous for their Christianity, if they're a Christian at all, or are keeping them from Christianity, right? So number one, I think as always, we say this all the time, when you are ministering to somebody, you want to find common ground with them. You don't want to come and be abrasive. There's so many abrasive evangelists out there um, who say that in truth, you know, we're supposed to be abrasive. I get the whole thing that truth is absolute. Like that's our podcast. We just spent 36 minutes talking about <laughs> truth is absolute. Yeah. But being abrasive when you're trying to minister to somebody, I don't think there's much, you know, benefit in that mm-hmm. at all because we're supposed to love. We're supposed to, you know, you know, bring them to uh, a relationship with Jesus Christ that's all about love. So I'm not saying that you have to agree with them. But if you acknowledge their search for spirituality, if you acknowledge yeah. like, hey, like I, I love that you're trying to search for spirituality because spirituality is true. There is a, a, we have a spirit inside of us that is searching and yearning for something more than just this physical earth, right? That's a reality. And God created us that way. So when you find that common ground that, hey, I'm searching for that also, but this is, this is the truth. You know, this is where you're wrong and this is where, where the obviously you you know the bible says this the reason i believe in the bible is the prophecies and the archaeological evidence and and that this is god's word and this is what it says if this is god's word then this is truth right yeah. but if you start by acknowledging their search for spirituality i really think that that's going to co- like um bring you both on a level where you can have a, a great conversation and then all and then as always this is with everything I don't think we should ever try to fix all their problems before they get saved mm-hmm. you know we live in a um, evangelical world sometimes where we think that they have to leave all their sins before they come to the altar. You yeah. know, they have to leave all their sins before they come to the, cro- the cross and say, I need forgiveness. I have to fix my homosexuality before I can come to Jesus. I have to fix my, you know, my lust for women before I come to Jesus. I have to fix my drinking problem before I come to Jesus. And that is so anti the gospel. Yeah, um, It's a false gospel, you know, and we don't talk about that enough. I think, you know, the reality is, is that we come with our dirt, with our baggage, with our sin, and we say, God, I need you. Please help me. And he is the one who removes the sin in our lives. We can't do that beforehand. We yeah. can't do that beforehand. We can't come and say, God, I got rid of all this stuff. Now I can be yours. No, we come to him and say, this is who I am. This is what I've done to my life. God, please forgive me and change me. And that is when we can really experience a true relationship with Jesus Christ. So my point is with the New Age movement, don't say, stop doing yoga, stop reading your psychic, stop doing astrology, stop doing horoscopes, whatever, you know, don't, don't focus on all the things they're doing, right? Don't, don't, don't make that the major of your conversation. When they experience a relationship with Jesus Christ, a true relationship with Jesus Christ, that is when they're going to put all that, all, all those things away, right? Yeah. And for the Christian who is experiencing some new age things, I think that is the moment where you do major on the things that they're doing and why they're dangerous because they're already experiencing a relationship with Jesus Christ and it's being clouded by their um, their actions and their disobedience to God. So does that make sense? Yeah, 100%. And just like you said, if, if a majority of the viewpoint religion is having a viewpoint that Christians are judging and judgmental and very exclusive and you need to do this, coming at them and saying, stop doing this, stop doing this, stop doing this, is just going to further their point, you know? So like you said, fo- focusing first on Jesus and focusing on bringing them to the altar and not cleaning them. When I first became a Christian, 
I didn't think I was going to wait till marriage to have sex. And I didn't think I was going to stop smoking weed and all this stuff. I was like, I want to become a Christian, but like, I'm not going to stop these things. Right. And it was through meeting Jesus in yeah. my quiet time and experiencing him that I put those things away, yeah. you know? So it's Last a time I checked all the addictions that we got rid of, like that every Christian has been put, put away. Uh-huh. Like you said, it's not by our power, but by the power of the Holy spirit inside of us. Last time I checked, I don't, yeah, I don't 100%. remember anything else in the Bible that says you can get rid of everything on your own. I mean, look. At <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. Part. The rich man that came to Jesus said, "I've done everything right. You know, I've followed oh, all the laws." One. And Jesus was like, "Okay, then, you know, sell everything poor." And he couldn't do it. How but about the guy that came clean to Jesus, and right? Jesus still turned him away. How about the entire point of the Sermon on the Mount is that you can't do this. You need the Holy Spirit to be my disciple. Like, yeah. period. There is no way for you to do this on your own, and that's the point. Is because you need the Holy Spirit in your life. You know, hundred yeah, percent. We're preaching now. if you made it this part you got the preaching so you got the preaching yeah good stuff though it was really fun to do this i'm excited to do more religions as we go through the coming 2021 yeah let us know in the comments on youtube if you're listening we love you hop over to youtube real quick and and comment and let us know um what what religions are you interested in for us doing we've already done islam and mormonism Judaism too. Judaism, right? yeah. yeah. We we want to do the big ones, but we we want to do the weird ones too. Let's you know, do it. Um, the mother gods we talked we about. Do that. That's huge at um the colleges here in Las Vegas. I think colleges around the world. Yeah, just all this weird stuff. So yep. whatever's prevalent to the life around you, we'd love to hear. Yeah, drop it in the comments, and um, we love everybody that's listening. Thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate your support. Um, if you guys want to check out our website, you can go to truthpodcast.org. And uh, you can find our bio about who we are and also me and Sean. And you can listen to our testimonies on there. Mm -hmm. So make sure to check that out. Have a great rest of your day, everybody. Peace. Peace.